Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Oh my goodness, I haven't gone to the gym in two weeks, and I'm about having a heart attack running up and down the stairs with coffee. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. We're here. We're back in the basement. The Baker's bike is still 98% done. I haven't done those goddamn thread inserts yet. I've been working on stuff with it. Um... I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm terrified, to be honest with you guys, because, like, so much riding. It's like so much goddamn riding. And then my chase partner wanted to get, like, this toy hauler. And, like, Colby, I'm like, all right, dude, if you, it's, I, I'm not flipping the bill for it. He's like, oh, it's fine. And then realized his truck wasn't nearly big enough. But I liked the idea. So, you know, we'll still just pop in tents and hotels and whatnot. It's gonna be rad. It's gonna be great. Um, like I said, I'm just like the next two weeks will be the longest of my life, and it's not real until the bike starts up on the starting line, and then carnage ensues. Uh, we'll we'll it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, I got the I just yeah, it's got to help my chase driver with his bike. Got that. I love not necessarily doing stock bikes because it's just a dr bill but simple bikes like just simple bikes that are gonna do 45. i and i rode with him and we just rode around st paul a bit on saturday because he's he's moped guy ish he's like not as insane about it as we are but like has a moped he'll come up three four rides a year does that thing but it's not everything to him like it is a lot of us but like and we're just riding around i'm like dude we have the exact same bike right now because i just had a dr promo and he had like a dr like treats pipe type of deal it's like we're going the exact same speed it was kind of hilarious you know just the same variators same rear pulleys same everything it's like this is what this does it does 45 50 and like anybody who says they do 55 on a notched variator with a stock carb, I'm going to call you're full of shit, but you know, that's me and prove me wrong. I will, I'll actually, you can, you can come up to me and confront me on this at a rally and we'll go out and we'll run GPS runs so you can prove me wrong. So, and I'm not saying downhill either. Um, oh, I got my cup of coffee. I am, like I said, I'm in a weird spot because it's just about that time. Um, and speaking of just about that time, I'm kind of bummed out. I almost made it to the Wizards Rally. And here's the story behind that. I uh, talked to my boss because I got a rad boss at work. I'm like, I might miss next Friday. He's like, okay. And I found a flight for 250 bucks round trip. And I had bikes lined up with a few different people possibly. I'm like, I will get my tickets when I get home tonight. Boom. Prices went up. Like, ass, like almost doubled. And I'm like, what the F? And I kept looking, kept looking. I just... And it's probably good I didn't go because I got everything. I got more stuff done with my bike and just spending money I shouldn't. But, you know, whatever, dude. Money comes and goes. You know, that's what winter for is in Minnesota. We just save our money and then summertime we spend it all. Um, but, no, it's been – it was a great group ride on Thursday in Minnesota. I posted it on the Second Chance Instagram page. Like, we had, like, I don't know, 20 bikes. And that's standard. That's really standard for – um uh, a thursday ride and that's why i always tell people like minnesota dude like they'll come out once a week to ride and um yeah it's always it's always fun to get together with people in riding 
a lot of times I'm out there just kind of doing my thing. Um, and speaking of doing our things, I went to the Daggers rally this year and it was rad. Cause like, it was just got to see a bunch of people I hadn't seen forever. I got to meet some new people, got to meet some listeners. And that's always rad. It's like saying I meet my listeners. It's still such a weird concept to me. Cause these are just my friends that like, we just met for the first time. So like that, I, I feel pompous or something like that. Like we're just a bunch of dorks that have nothing better to do than play with kids toys. And I got to go have uh, burritos with this fine gentleman. Um, the the Friday of the Daggers rally because whatever it was I noticed there's a I want to get some Mexican food and I saw they had a uh, trailer at the gas station that I still love this this is one of my favorite moments Maddie Bo and I were getting gas and we we're getting booze at the gas station he goes dude do you think I can go in there without a shirt I'm like dude we're in the damn south of course you can and he did and. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I had burritos with this guy. We we're just, just ch- chatting. We kind of figured out he should be on the show and I'm going to let him introduce himself now. Hi everyone. I'm Ray Santos from Austin, Texas. I am the, one of the co-founders for the Shanks NPC down here in the big heart of Texas, yeah, Austin, there you, Texas. <laughs> there you go, my guy. All right, Ray. Here's uh, on Second Chance Moped Podcast. We go through people's moped journeys. I eat the very first time they ever saw a moped to, you know, the smile ride, and part, and what it's like today. So, Ray, let me ask you this. What is your very first memory of seeing a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but you conceptually know that's a moped. Oh, dude, I was uh, I, I was at work, and I, I started messing around with those little, like, uh, the the motors that you put onto bike like bicycles yeah, right? yeah yeah so i was i was pulling into work because i like to mess with them right uh and i pulled into work and i saw it right locked up right on the side of the building and it was a hook magnum nice never dude. seen one before yeah so immediately once i saw it i was like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen and i thought i was cool on this little dui bike you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um so you saw that did you figure out whose it was or get to talk to him or anything like that and yeah. what year was this? You know, you know, I love my dates and timelines. Yes. Like, I got, when was this? I got dates all in my head for just Good, for this. Dude. Um, it was 2014. Okay. 2014. And um, what job so, was this? You said I was going to work, but what did you do or what were you doing at the time? So for about six years of my life, I devoted my life to like a nonprofit. It's called the AYW. It was called the Austin, uh, sorry, American Youth Works. It was under the umbrella company of uh, AmeriCorps. Awesome, dude. Sure That's rad. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, not to sidetrack too much, but like there was a thing called, it was like a vintage bike show. Um, and lo- long story short, I went there Saturday and I actually emailed the guy tonight. I'm going to help volunteer for uh, inner city youth project building soapbox racers, like soapbox cars and like, so yeah. Anyways, like that guy, I forgot oh, yeah, all dude. about that until like you talked <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah, interested. Like your youth project, our that's yeah. um, volunteer so, Maricorp. That's fucking rad. Anybody who devotes themselves, like gold star. So I I did the volunteer because I got my GED through them originally. You know, I was a big nice, dropout, dude. real cool guy over here. Oh, dude, um, trust me. I barely. I was talking. <laughs> I. I probably shouldn't have graduated high school. Like I did, <laughs> I basically did two years. Like I did two years of high school of the four years, but I graduated. Cause like, 
as and I can tell you're an intelligent person. Like I'm halfway smart. Like we can figure shit out. We have to like I didn't show up my freshman year. Basically, I missed half of to three quarters of my junior year because I was in a that was a, the first time I almost died. I was in that accident. So like, <laughs> yeah, I was just playing catch up my entire high school career. So dude, if you got your GED, like fucking rock and roll for getting it. Yeah, my mom calls it the good enough degree. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> not to again sidetrack, and this is just buddies chatting right now. Like a good a family friend of mine, um, he got his GED, and now he's way up the chain for specialized bikes and uh, R and D. So like, oh yeah. So yeah, don't ever let anybody tell you anything different about that. So sorry. Well, well dude, it actually led to like a lot of cool things. Like I actually spoke at the White House on the department uh, on the behalf of the Department of Justice and um, for for the state of Texas, and I was chosen awesome. one out of like four thousand people across the U.S. Dude, that's rad. Yeah. Yeah, during Obama administration, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> dude, that's super rad. Like, yeah, good for you. Like, seriously. So I, I worked there for about five years, right? And uh, I used to be in a fixed geared club. I, I, most of us were like, you know, fixed gear life, whatever. Yep. And um, I fell off my bike one year and I hurt myself pretty bad, like ripped my, my earlobe or like the top <sighs> of my ear almost not off. It was barely a little bit. I'm over exaggerating yeah. it. But um, I still loved being on a bike. So I started messing with those you know, motor kits that you put on bikes. And like I yeah. said, I pulled into work and I saw this Magnum and I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Uh, so I left a little bitty note and shout out to Hesby Cruz. If you're out there in the ether listening to this, he's a real one. Um, nice. But I left a little note and I wasn't supposed to fraternize because I was, I was a member of like the staff there at the time. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the volunteers and I wasn't supposed to fraternize with him, but I'm a, I'm a rule breaker. Yeah. Dude, um, so, so. <laughs> so I left a little note on it. And I was like, yo, this is the coolest thing in the world. Uh, hit me up. We can have a beer sometime. Yeah. And sure enough, he hits me up and he's like, yeah, dude, this is a moped. And like, just basically opened up a whole new world for me. And literally the week after, um, I found a Tomos Targa top mm -hmm. tank, red, my favorite color nice, for 500 dude. bucks. And um, I was like, I need to get this. So I sold that little piece of shit bike. But the thing about cool thing about that bike is like I've well at least for me I've always been to like fully customizing anything. Mm -hmm. So I actually I saw mopeds what they were because when I was looking up a gas tank to figure out what to use for this little because they come with a little peanut shell like yeah thing, yeah you know? dude I've got I got one that was left and you know how I always have blue like milk crates on my bikes and yeah. at the uh, thing down in Kansas City. The spicy boys had one there for some reason, but they like put a sticker on one, one of those little peanut gas tanks, and they called it Icy Boys because of methods usually <laughs> yeah, have yeah, those yeah. crack kits. So yeah, I've got an Icy Boys <laughs> tank. Sorry about that, but that just reminded me. Hell of yeah, dude. So I did. I wanted to decide, and like I said, I was fully into customizing everything. And at the time, at that uh, job that I was working at, we were also partnered with ACC as a, a community college, and they were <laughs> um, training our young at-risk youth uh to get into into welding intermediate awesome. welding so i yep. got to take the class with them so in that class i found this like looking on it now it had to have been like a motron tank right because mm -hmm. like a little square tr uh, like a, a rectangle kind of dude so um i basically welded to i, I 
I am brazed to like a, get pet cocks basically on it. And I mounted that on top of my bike. Um, and then I, I welded this, the seat little backwards, you know, and it was like a, a 65 Schwinn. So it was all steel. So this oh, thing yeah, was yeah. kind of like a little tank, you know what I mean? Yeah, those Sold rims were like, no joke. Like, yeah, no, dude, day, dude. double walled yeah. rims, thick oh, yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sold that on Craigslist for like 800 bucks because I thought it was worth 800 bucks. You know, <laughs> I got seven for it, but still, like, dude, that's when still I looked, really yeah. well. <laughs> and when I looked on Craigslist, I found that Targa and the lady wanted $600 for it. I talked dude, her down to five. Dude, it's meant to be then. So I told Hesby, hey, I found this. I need you to come with me because I don't know what to what to like to say to her really. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, cool. So we go in his little truck and she rolls it out and it's a stock red Tomos Targa. And I was like, man, I'm in love with this thing mm-hmm. already. And she's like, go ahead, get us started. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And I'm <laughs> pedaling it forward. And it's a Tomos, so you kick backwards to start it. Yep. And I'm like, I can't get it on. I can't get it, whatever. So there was uh, a moped shop here in Austin called Austin Mopeds. Most of you guys mm-hmm. probably have met Lester before Lester Chu. Um, but I took it over and I was like, hey, I, I bought this. I don't know what to do and I don't know how to turn it on. And he's like, okay, flips <laughs> the switch and then kicks it backwards and it starts immediately. And I was like, that's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> and from there, I mean, it was it, it was on. So you got that, uh, Tomos, and I'm guessing you're riding no helmet, no insurance, no nothing. So in Texas, uh, especially like five, like actually at this point, seven years ago, the laws are still iffy. And if it was under 50 CC, you didn't mm-hmm. need a license. Um, okay. But as far as I've been riding, I've always worn a helmet because mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt myself. I mean, there's definitely a, a, a mixed like tied on that right as far as like people saying yeah 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 no helmet or with helmet but i just think it's the safest route yeah like i i can't stress it like i'll say it once to somebody and then it's you know we're all adults but it's like i still get i get nervous being around people who don't have helmets on i don't know like it just i don't want to see it i don't want to like ignorance is bliss right there like i just like all right yeah because you know i my accident my accident i had a helmet it wasn't full-faced and i have no idea how i didn't hurt this beautiful money maker right here with it but uh, yeah yeah that's the, the one thing i've always stayed away from too is like um like the built 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 well or built like the gringo helmets the open yeah. face never was about it that was i had a bell helmet actually and it was an mm-hmm. open-faced and like i don't know i still would like i i would like to see it and i don't want to see it like my accent film like there is none of it, but like there's two huge, like the helmet saved my life because there's two, two huge gouges in the back of the helmet. So I'm guessing that's from when I basically bounced off the car. Um, yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm like a cockroach. You can't get rid of me. Um, <laughs> but so you got that target. How long did you keep it stock for then? Or did you just, were you just in love with riding the whole riding effect? Because you kind of, you had, you had Austin mopeds there. Had you discovered moped army or anything like that? Have you discovered what mopeds could be? No, dude, not really. So like what I was really in love with was being in a club. Mm Because when I was a fixed geared kid, when I first started, I was like riding my bike or whatever. And I met these people and they had a club too. And they were called SLVS. 
uh, Sith Lord Vader Squadron. It was nice, like, it was dude. A, a reference to you know Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big Star Wars like fan or. or That's it, Ray. We can't like... talk anymore. <laughs> but I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to like do a whole trivia game, you know. I no, maybe have a few answers here and there, but I was in love with that, like being in a crew. You know what I mean? Being in a quote-unquote gang. Yeah. Um, and then that feeling of like rolling, you know, five or six deep to an event. You know, all you guys are wearing because we had cuts too. We yeah. had um, we went to Targets and like Walmart's and we found anything with Vader's face on it. And Dude, we that's cut so it out great! And put them on back patches. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> and and I was in love with that, but you know, obviously falling, and then that was like a big turnaround point where I wasn't wearing a helmet. You know, mm-hmm. ripped my ear. I got a really big medical bill because my sister was so worried about me, and it just drew my credit score super like super super low. Yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't in. in involved with my credit score back then but like you know in the last four or five years i saw it and i was like "Ooh, that's a uh, oh, bad and then when you realize you have to start adulting in life yeah that yeah. credit score means something yeah yeah so like i got the targa i kept it stocked for a very long time okay a very very long time because i around this time i think the drammers were no actually i lied they weren't even coming out they're probably still a concept right Mm-hmm. So I had a bi turbo on it, right? Super sick. Um, and that's really about it. 45 miles. Loved it. Um, yeah. And then I think it was Mother's Day. I was riding from my apartment on um, in like South Austin to East Austin to go see my mom. And uh, everything went well. And I left. And all of a sudden, what I thought I did was seize it, right? Because I'm trying to kick it over and it just, it's just dead. It won't kick over. And I was like, wow. I must be the first person in history to see the stock Tomos, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know much about Moped Army. I could barely read. Um, yeah. But so at Austin Mopeds, I, I got to give a huge shout out to you. I don't, I don't think he listens, but he was a big influential part um, of me getting into Mopeds was uh, Jimbo Clark. Okay. Um, he was the lead mechanic out in Austin Mopeds, and he was just the funniest dude to be around um just quirky and like a, a mad scientist you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he was left in that garage to do whatever one of his favorite my favorite inventions ever was uh, a hamburger light he took a <laughs> he took a dollar a dollar cheeseburger like a mcdouble and yeah. then put an led in the middle and then hung it on the roof on the ceiling and dude, it was a that's nice, great like, lamp sh- with the light oh, with the uh burger wrapper lampshade yeah dude that's light. great that's great um, <laughs> <laughs> but jim was like all right, so I, I took my bike. I was like, Jim, I don't know what to do. I had already bought a kit. I bought the Alu kit or whatever for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what, it, what, it, what to do. I don't know what timing is. I don't know. What's up. He told me to upjet it. And I was like, okay, cool. What does that mean? And exactly. Was like, I was like, yeah. Out. Yep. And I, he, then he was like, well, why don't you time it? Maybe it's the timing. And I was like, yeah. What's okay, that? I got it. Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. What's that? And he was like, you're just going to have to learn. Yeah. So he just left me off to the side. So after about an hour and a half of me being like frustrated, like I don't know what to do, he pulls up over. He pulls up in the the side case of the CDI unit, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was a points unit, and he looks and he's like, "Well, there's your problem." And my fucking condenser popped out. Oh, okay. My condenser popped out, and it was jamming the flywheel from moving. Yep. And I thought I completely seized it. I bought this new kit, this new car, all this all this shit for it. And he's like, "Well, what are you gonna do now?" And I was like, "I guess I'm gonna." kit my bike yeah yeah <laughs> i still didn't know anything about timing 
still didn't know anything about jetting. And surprisingly, that's the same setup, shitty setup that I took to my first rally was in 2015. Um, and it was ACR's quote unquote last rally, Greatest Kits Volume 10. <laughs> that's a great name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shout out to ACR. I mean, um, they're the grandpa club here in Austin. They're not too yeah. active anymore in the last couple of years, but Lester's been holding it down. And also shout out to Noah. Noah was super nice from ACR. Um, but yeah, 20, 2015, you know, I kitted my first bike and it didn't blow up because it didn't nice. run properly. But there I, show you go. Up on, <laughs> I show up to the rally on this piece of shit and my, my father-in-law actually bought me like a full-on riding jacket like nice. pads and everything yeah, yeah. but i came home i came to to the rally right after my um my well, i got off of work and i was in my work boots and my construction pants and like my fucking giant lugs you know what i mean yeah, yeah. My boots like steel toe with my jacket and my nolan helmet that he had <laughs> like my uh, my father-in-law gave me and everybody was just like who's this guy yeah, yeah. So, look at this dork just yeah, yeah. in a riding jacket and my bike yeah. wasn't even running properly like i had i had to like hold it a quarter you know just to keep it from to idle and whatnot yeah yeah but um now yeah, i really owe a lot to uh, austin mopeds for really really kicking me off right and isn't that amazing what once like. you finally figure out how to kind of put a bike together it'll actually idle like <laughs> that's not always that's not always a thing with all of my bikes either like i was just sitting at a stop i'm i'm the weather's weird right now because like i'm having to just play with jetting a lot because just it's weird it's like it's april weather because the humidity is coming in now finally but mm-hmm. like i was sitting at a get i was sitting at a stop sign waiting for traffic i'm like wow this bike sidles it took me a whole summer how to figure that out one time. <laughs> oh, but sometimes like bikes just come together so nicely that you're just like, oh, wow, I actually did this. Yeah, yeah. No, ex- well, I had like one of my first bikes. I wrecked the threads on the reed block, like where the reed bolts into the mm-hmm. cases. So I had to heliocoil that. Well, then I became paranoid that I was doing stuff too tight. So I wasn't really tightening up the reblocks that well either. Like, ah, uh, yeah. Like I tell people, if there's a way to do something wrong on a Hobbit, I have done it twice. Yeah. So like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I love it when you're like tightening down like a headset, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's just about there, and it just goes completely loose. Yeah. That, did you did you hear my incident with my baker's bike a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. that was that, that was so fucking rad. That was just like, oh, don't even get me going. Um, but you you go and and I'm wondering like, so you went to that ACR rally? Was that the one with the storm that everybody talks about? That was just yeah. Violent? Like I've heard it from Graham. I've heard it from because Graham Motson was living in in Austin at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard it from Jason from uh, Moped Monday and Black Black and just a few others. Like, this was like the hellacious storm of all hellacious storms. It's like, it's a storm, guys. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's where I first met uh, Jason. Okay. Um, super is chill he, dude. Yeah, so fucking nice. So nice, Jason is. And, and then you find out, oh, this dude's straight edge. Oh, man, yeah. there's something must be wrong with him. No. <laughs> He's into mopeds. So, yeah, yeah, there is something wrong with him. 
but funny funny story about that like all right so the rally is going on right i pull up with my friend um hesby hesby cruz um and my wife or my girlfriend at the time who was now my wife was working at this place called lucy's fried chicken which is across the street from austin moped and that's where everybody was right Every, nice. it's a friday everybody's getting in all that good stuff so i tell hesby hey we can just go over there and we can have like a drink or two and you know, get a little loose and, and, you know, really get into this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. So I go over and then my wife's like, Oh yeah, go just sit at the bar and, you know, just hang out with the bartender, which was, who was really cool with me at the time. And so she gives me a pink margarita. They call them a, a juicy Lucy. It's just a watermelon margarita. And the first one goes down easy and I'm nice. on the second one. And I'm like, all right, before I, you know, get too loose. Right. I might, <laughs> might as well get our stuff and get ready to uh, to ride right yeah, yeah. So, so we leave and we're walking across the street and we get into this giant parking lot it's it's an abandoned parking lot because there's not too many businesses there anymore mm-hmm. so we're walking up and i look at hesby and i go i'm i'm not feeling good and he's like what are you talking about and i go i think i'm gonna throw up and i mentioned this in the nashville um group me and i was mm-hmm. like does anybody get like like nervous dry heaves and that's what was happening as i was walking up i was like oh. dude it's gonna happen and oh no as soon as we're like no more than like 50 yards from like the group i just i just hurl like do you think it's the anxiety of everything that gets 100 percent. like 100 i i get that not to like the point like i have an iron gut for the most part but like i can get it where like i get impatient i'm like let's fucking go come on let's go like i just like come on let's go like that's like me. I'm always like ask anybody around here. Like, I'm like, we gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Like, I'm always like, I don't do moped time well. We'll just yeah, say that. Yeah. Like, I told my buddy Lee the other week we we're at the meetup. Like, we sometimes ride back with each other to St. Paul, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Lee, you want to ride back together? He's like, Yeah, let me finish. I go, You have ten minutes. Ten minutes was <laughs> up. I fucking left his ass. I'm like, Dude, don't care. Like, Brutal. I don't do. I don't do this Minnesota goodbye shit. Like. I love us all, but like, we need to, we got to go like, but, but yeah, dude, I totally identify with that. Maybe not the throwing up because I don't throw up. That's one of my issues in life, but, um, yeah. What well, I, I did it in front of everybody. Dude, that's good for you. <laughs> and what everybody was you? like, yeah. Woo. Dude, nobody's <laughs> mad at the puker unless it's like right on somebody. Nobody's even then is fucking hilarious. Um, but I mean, through that rally, I met some really good friends. Like, shout out to Tim Guybug. Um, he's in Smog Squad, um, New Orleans. Okay. Um, he was actually basically one of our good friends. Well, he's he was one of the co-founders too. I I, I believe in my heart at least. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that rally happened. Um, I don't go on the rest of the ride. In all honesty. I remember going the Friday and Friday night doing the Friday night ride. And then I can't remember what happened either. I had like some other shit going on, but I ended up just going home the next day. And of course I find out that like there was this giant ride and they go out to the middle of nowhere. Then they get stranded there. And I remember getting like major FOMO, but then again, I was like, nah, my main thing is that I don't like going anywhere and not being able to leave when I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's, I don't don't want to be stuck anywhere. That's uh that's the one hiccup I've done a few times. Like I'll fly in and not get a rental car and I will not do that again. Like I I need to be able to leave. Like Yeah. That was yeah. Um 
No, dude, I get, I get you. I, I hear you on that. It's like just the idea of I can leave when I want. That's a big thing for me. Um, I don't like to be trapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you did that rally. Does your wife have a bike at this point? Or no, I never really convinced her to get on. She's okay. not the too big of into the moped stuff. She hates yeah. the gas smell too. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Um, I dude, I. I was raised by three women, basically, and they we are all polar opposites. I am my dad's son, and, like, <laughs> they are not that. Like, and I had this happen to me three times, like, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like, my middle sister, who's rad, uh, she said I was at mom's house. I was at mom's place, and Mary was there, and she goes, Jim, why are your hands all dirty? I'm like, I work. And she's like, mopeds are not work she could give me shit on that but like i had like two other people ask me that jim why are your hands all dirty i work <laughs> and like they're like what what huh like it's just i don't know i grew up with people with dirty hands it's not a big deal to me um i don't know why that ta- i went on that tangent it's because i'm tired but that's okay um so you did the awesome thing um what was that so you you had that experience. Um, trying to is there group rides going on at Austin at this point, or like, are you meeting people in the scene? Like, what's your existence so, in mopeds at this point? So all I ever really knew was Austin mopeds, right? So mm-hmm. um, I met Jim. Yep. Um, but through Jim, I met my best friend. Big shout out! I mean, huge shout out. He's really tall. It's hard to not to like not miss him. But Brent Bouillon, that's my boy right there. That's my guy. Like, um, I met Brent there and I was like, holy shit, this guy is like aligned with me. You know what I mean? Like we have the same fucking ideas. He skateboards. He was an old punk and Mm -hmm. he's also into mopeds now. Like, Obviously I'm balls deep into mopeds now. Like I, this is all I can think about. Yeah. Um, and I met him and he was like, just the coolest guy on earth. So Austin Mopez just became the hangout spot. Like every Friday after work, I would head over there and I would just be there till about two o'clock in the morning. And all we do is just bullshit and basically do what we do now, but like in someone else's spot, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lester was really cool enough to allow us to do that because I mean, we weren't up to no good at the time. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the whole dark side of mopeds really starts coming out. Not until like the year three mark, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like I, I, I met Brent through there and then I also met Sean. Um, and at the time too, well, he, he's actually one of our other co-founders, but we, we got rid of him a long time ago. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I actually wanted to like bring up too is like not many people talk about it, but like the hardships that you share, but also to like, what do you do when you have to kick somebody out of your club? Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of clubs don't even do that. Like they just I mean, totally ignore the problem. Yeah, I we mean, got there's, three of them down already. Yeah, I've seen, and I and I'm not gonna. It's I'm not gonna speak out of turn, but like I've seen clubs just ignore that, and it's kind of taken those clubs down to a point where they just they can't trim the fat, if you will. No, dude. I mean, it sucks, but I mean. I feel like I've definitely showed like a big, heavy influence and a big leadership role as far as like our club's growth, mm-hmm. um, mainly just for like calling people out on their shit and how uncomfortable it's going to make 
regardless of what your sexual orientation is, but how, how terrible that's going to make them feel, you know, if we were to keep somebody who made these terrible offenses, mm -hmm. regardless like of what their creed is, but still, man, I don't want those people to tarnish something that I created. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like, or like everybody, everybody makes mistakes. No, no. Everybody makes mistakes and people are idiots. And I am one personally, I'll be the first one to admit that. But like, there's also, the thing if you keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and that's when like you have the issues yeah. and like we're all and i can tell you from my experience with the, my little experience with the shanks like we're all crazy and there's a lot of leeway in mopeds there's a lot of leeway but like you know sometimes you just have to say like dude we need to back away right now and like till you get yourself straightened out and like that's okay yeah um and as far as like uh, uh, every club has its own little thing but you know we go on like a, a has to be a hundred percent vote you know what i mean mm -hmm. and if one person doesn't say yes for whatever reason they have to have a valid reason and you know maybe try again next time but we're, mm -hmm. we're pretty pretty um solid as far as like what we say goes you know what i mean because yeah, at yeah. the end of the day like like i said i don't want anything I don't want something that I put, you know, the last seven years of my life into like to go by the wayside and be tarnished by like one bad apple. Um, so back to uh, Austin Opens where I, where I was, like I said, I met Brent, I met Tim, I met Jim through there and then I met Sean. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to say that it was summer 2016, baby. <laughs> um, man, that year was popping, but do you remember lovers are from mopeds i don't know if you were into mopeds i wasn't this is like i didn't that was just a hair before my time yeah so they were doing their whole tour around the country stopping at different places and they had came to austin mopeds and i remember being like uh yo i want to get my picture taken my friend our friend sean um he got he's he's in it I, I i wish i could show it up show it to you anyway he's actually doing a handstand on his magnum yeah i and, see that uh, one sean sean's uh sean thank you very much for listening and following like he'll he'll like some stuff every once in a while yeah. on my on the instagram yeah dude like that it's such a rad concept and like guess what people it can be done again like just because somebody tried to do it and maybe came up a little short somebody else can do that like Whole I really thing. wish somebody would. I actually yeah. emailed them a long time ago. Like, yo, you took my picture. I want it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. like, well, there's rumors and gossip of what happened with all that, and it's not my place to share it in here. But like, it just you know, just like any everybody you hear about these documentaries that happen, nobody puts them together. It's like anybody who's trying to do stuff in mopeds, that's rad. Like, I that's why I give Jason so much props for putting out a podcast as long as he has or like ashley ackley like trying to start this thing and like she laid the foundation for like what podcasts are in mopeds like good bad or indifferent like she's that's happened there and like um i loved what uh second stroke was doing for a long time with the youtube channels and yeah. uh travis tutorial like for laying the foundation of what a moped tutorial is like you know everybody's in love with maze right now and he does a great job but like travis laid the foundation for that and i still go to travis's stuff because i i love how archaic it is and just how gritty it is it's great 
when I first met him during the bakers when they came through, I I, I immediately was like, hey, thank you for everything that you've done. Like yeah. for real, for real. Like that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, lovers are uh, mopeds are for lovers. They mm-hmm. they're coming, and then they had this questionnaire, right? And it said um what's your name what's your email what do you ride and then it says affiliation yeah. right and i was like oh baby this is it and if it's on paper then it is solidified so i go up to sean i go up to brent i go we're gonna write down the shanks now yeah. that it's on paper we're a club like yeah. this is it <laughs> this has to be it yeah <laughs> oh my headphones are gonna die i do have some plug-in ones um, okay we will take second. a pause and hold on We'll do pause and so they basically have this piece of paper, right? And I tell the guys, "This is it. We're basically, basically, we we are a club. Once we do this, so I get Sean to write down the shanks. I get Brent to write down the shanks. Then our old ex member Ryan to write down the shanks. Actually, I don't even think he was there. I think he was just hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. So." I tell them like, dude, this is it. Like the next thing is that we need to start telling people we're going to throw a rally. Even though we didn't have a date for ourselves, I was telling everybody and their mom, <laughs> Hey, we're doing a moped rally. We're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's where the shank started in all honesty. It was like that split decision of like, we're doing it. Like this is, this is it. And they were now, all down for it. Now, how come no, I'm not trying to bust chops or anything like that. Nah, do it. How come how come you guys decide to form the Shanks versus be a part of because, ACR? Because ACR wasn't quote unquote accepting Oh no no friends rule. Like you yeah, see if, that if, any, if anybody could see me once you put this on in the internet, I was actually yeah. putting like quotes, you know, air bunny quotes. ear quotes. Yeah, air yeah, quotes. Yeah. No, and um, that's I I understand that because people want to hold on to the past and the way things I want to hold on to it the, exactly the way it is right now. But guess what? Life is always evolving and life is always changing. And you can't hold on to that snapshot in that moment. Like, and that's why you see clubs die. Yeah. I mean, I was cool. With, I was, I'm still, I still am cool yeah. with Lester. He's a great guy. He's done a lot for me and a lot for our club. Um, especially in the early years. Like, like I said, we were basically in his shop every every friday you know what mm-hmm. i mean um but yeah like there was there was a clear like message of like yeah we, we're not accepting new members or we're not trying to do prospects or anything and but you know ultimately i think that's what led to i mean i guess they're still still around there there's talks of you know a couple of moving back to austin and them doing anything but as far as us communicating with them as to if they're going to do anything it's like zero you know what i mean yeah. there's no communication um uh and then um crap what was i gonna say um just so yeah forming the shanks um <laughs> why you guys kind of form the shanks versus try to be a part of acr acr is no new friends rule blah 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 yeah and one thing that i remember hearing from like noah um was like their whole initiation was like tell us your worst fear and all this stuff and that's a story for noah to tell all i know is that he ended up having to punch someone in the face (laughs) yeah weird stuff but one thing i actually when i first when we first brought all this stuff together and we started making rules 
my main one of my main roles was um if you become a member your duty and obligation to the club is to find a prospect mm-hmm. like so that way I, it's like a pyramid scheme you know what i mean yep you get one fool to join all right you're in all right your job is to get another fool and then that fool is gonna get another fool yep it's um, it's and- about keeping new blood in like you look at like what the zeros are doing dude they're i give those guys so much credit because they're always looking for prospects like Andy and Sarah and I'm gonna totally I'm I should list off the whole gang but like those guys are the they're so rad like they're super rad so yeah I'm really thankful for finding uh here's another big shout out shout out to Julian Luna man um that's my guy he was my prospect and um I'm leaving my legacy to him you know so he has Mm -hmm. to step it up a notch when I'm out of here (laughs) because I don't know how many years I'm going to continue doing this stuff you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right around the corner. I'm, I'm 30 years old. Um, me and my wife want to have a kid in the next like uh, year to two years. You know what I mean? So once dad life hit, hits me, I don't know what I'm going to do as far as like moped wise, but I mean, it's forever on me. I was the yeah, first dude. one to get it tattooed on, on their body and I got the huge uh, shank. <sighs> so funny story actually about starting this, like this emblem I remember at work, you know, dicking around and wasting company time. I remember, um, remember Scrubs, the mm. show? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the janitor? Yep. So the janitor actually comes up in a scene and he's like, guys, look at that, it's my new invention. It's a ch- it's kid's toy. Oh, no, he's like, check it out. And it's a knife or it's a wrench with a knife on the bottom. And he goes, knife, wrench. And he's like... <laughs> for kids so i was like dude that's what i that's what we're gonna do that because i mean what's the best way to like incorporate mopeds and the knives right taking Mm -hmm. a wrench and sharpening it i actually (laughs) got one for my 25th birthday from my brother it's a badass like eight and a half inch forged uh knife wrench it's pretty nice dude and i remember like drawing up these like really crude drawings of like what i wanted to look like and I originally wanted to get them like screen printed and obviously we didn't have money at the time we were scraping by, but I ended up cutting our first um, patches. I I, I actually took a piece of linoleum Uh that we were doing at the time through everybody's house that summer. So I grabbed a whole bunch of couple pieces and I remember um, tracing it out on it. And then I I actually physically cut all the, the linoleum like what is it like a negative right yeah of the shank and then i i didn't even have a roller dude i was using a, a q-tip and <sighs> like ink and dabbing it on and then i had this canvas right and i was pressing it onto the canvas dude and that's so rad it would come out all blotchy so i'd go in with another q-tip and then fix the lines and those <laughs> were our first patches dude and we rocked those probably about a good year and a half before we decided to get actual patches like the the full-on black triangle with the dude i hope you still have those somewhere around so we used to we used to all have them but then we what we would do is we would take our patches and then give them to a prospect Mm -hmm. and the prospect had to wear the og patches okay but who knows what happened to them now i Mm -hmm. think we might have one or two still left somewhere around but like i said it's up to that person to give that patch to their prospect yeah yeah dude that's rad um so you talk about kind of forming the deal and um what 
Texas is a big state, so I realize, and you guys do travel yeah. halfway decent. Like, what was your first out of state sure. rally? No, you guys, you guys are like travelers. Like, I've seen, I've seen uh, Brent up at. He saw me. I don't remember. It was my first out of state, out of anything rally. So, like, he said he recognized me from KC. I remember him and Lucy hearing yeah. the story about them getting bikes stolen in KC. Uh, like, but um, what was your first out of state rally? Uh, my first out of state rally was probably, um, it had to have been, um, sorry, I was on a really big kick of like trying to find like the coolest places to go. Right. And I think okay. I had narrowed it down to going to go to the ruffians rally in St. Oh. Louis. St. Louis is not cool. I mean, what? No, I'm fucking with them. Um, <laughs> dude, St. Louis, that, that and and their whole setup at Shady Jacks was the coolest. It was basically a bar that stayed open to like the wee hours of the fucking night. But yeah. we all camped out there. That's actually where I just met some. I met some of the Wizard Boys, actually Nate and um, Logan and uh, the other skinny dude with curly hair. Ah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't yeah. place it. Yeah, you, you know that guy though. Tom, Tom there you go. Yep. Tom, I didn't, See, I didn't I'm not even fucking See? bullshit, people talking like i don't know the wizards <laughs> funny thing too he uh logan wanted to trade me that cosmo that he wrecked that day and broke his collarbone on oh. he sees this he sees this front uh break and then went over the handlebars Oof. and I, I was riding my uh my tomos right in the beginning i was a super big tomos dude and that's why i I'll, i you can now recognize me with uh my pink bunny ears on my helmet because yeah. a little tomos bunny <laughs> um oh, okay that's yeah, awesome. that's where it started because I was like, dude, Thomas for life, man. And now <laughs> I am all I cheap. do is wrench on I'm derbies. cheap. I'm cheap bike for life. That's that's nah, my man. thing. Like, I was too, and that's oh yeah. So yeah. So anyway, my first rally was uh was the ruffians, and that was like I think 2016. Okay. Um, I can't remember which one that was. It wasn't pitch intense, and it wasn't six to midnight. It was something else because I remember going to two. I remember going to six to midnight and the year prior. Mm-hmm. But that was my first one, and I went with uh, Lucy actually. Awesome. It was me, Lucy. Uh, our old every club has an old fart, right? Yeah. Um, we had uh, who Zach Smog actually dubbed this name uh, Stinky T. Okay, I've uh, heard the name kicked around. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stinky T. Uh, we actually kicked him out of the club a while back too. But <laughs> if there's one thing that that good came out of Tony um, in our club was him meeting Zach and going to Richmond, mm-hmm. and Zach almost like fell asleep at the wheel and oh, wow. drifted into oncoming traffic. And then Stinky T was there to be like, "Hey, and grab the wheel." So he did <laughs> save Zach's life at one point, you know. So good for him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we went with Stinky T. And I can't remember if it was just us three. I want to say it maybe was just three and we had a fourth, but I can't remember at this point. It's been too long. Ah, dude, no worries about that. Um, so what was uh, St. Louis riding like for you? Because that's like, I want to, I, I need to, I've reached out to him and we've chatted here, there. Like I got a, the, um, I'm blanking on the St. Louis club right now. Um ruffians uh, the ruffians i saw a few of them were marising last spring but i have no idea what they're up to them and the holy rollers i want to find out about again because like oh man dude like they're they're a trip and like i dig them like 
anybody like mopeds out of a church, dude. That makes me so fucking happy. But dude, I, um, I pieced it together at that rally. I was like, no way that they're a church group. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but no, dude, and that's why that's those guys are a trip. Like that's awesome. Like, but um, so you went to St. Louis. You had a fun time there. Um, what made you guys? What was, at this point, like, what was the part? Had you gone to like NOLA or Rich? Oh, like, dude, NOLA is nothing like that. That drive is super easy. I think that was the longest drive up there. It was probably about um, 19 hours. Yeah. Okay. Like, and, it, ne- and it takes like six to eight hours just to get out of Texas. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why, that's why Texas is so inappropriate. Yeah, um, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I liked about you in, te- in Nashville, the Daggers Rally, but you're not a cracker from Texas. I dealt with a lot of crackers from Texas. That's right. I said it. Racing go-karts. <laughs> and they would fucking have to remind you every fifth goddamn sentence, well, shit, I'm from Texas. And like, nah. dude, I got, and my uncle did that shit. He was an executive chef down in uh, Dallas Fort, like the tri- tripe, the megaplex or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah, like, I hate that Keith, area. Yeah, Keith was like a menu planner, so he was a drunk. Like, but he was a hell of a chef. Like, yeah, he drank himself to death. It was kind of sad, but hell of a chef. But Keith, every fifth sentence would remind you you're from Texas. I'm like, Keith, you're not from Texas. You're from Minnesota. Well, I've lived there for thirty years. So I'm from Texas. I'm like, well, not in Texas, we do it like this. Yeah, exactly. Like, fucking Christ. No, but, dude. Um, at this point, it's like cringe to say you're from Texas. Like, uh, <laughs> yes, we ride horses. No, not all of us wear ten gallon hats and. <laughs> No, I'm not white. I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's <laughs> you, you. You did get not to rewind too much, but you did catch me. That's kind of my jam. Is like a find a decent breakfast spot in out of town places, and b find where the good burritos are. Like that's my thing, dude. Like I, I grew up with like ninety percent Hispanic kids in my high school, dude. I fucking learned how to eat Mexican food. I loved it. And like our frame guy, we owned a like growing up in our body shop like jose was our frame guy like i was friends with all of his kids like i stayed over at their house all the time like we'd sit there and jalapenos out of the garden like tic tacs dude like it, darlene would get so pissed at us because we'd eat all the jalapenos <laughs> see i'm mexican but i can barely do spicy it's not that oh. i it's not that i like can't handle the heat i just don't want to go through that you know what i mean no thanks well at this point in my life like yes i can do heat i can do it but it's like want to enjoy my food like that's kind of where i'm at like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah at the nashville rally i actually won some of jake's uh jake kane's hot sauce right on and i hope no one hates me for this but i've only had it like once <laughs> is it what it color is it fridge. is it like a dark red it's like yeah reddish orange yeah that's a that stuff's not too bad like i like jake's stuff don't get me wrong like but hot sauce is like different samples for different things so like yeah that red stuff's really good on eggs. Like that's what I noticed. Like eggs and breakfast food. So yeah. Um. Anyways, enough of <laughs> talking yeah. about food. <laughs> getting hungry again. Um. So, you guys, what's the club do? Like we're like 2018 ish. We'll say. Um. What's the club looking like at this point? This is basically like right. Yeah. Um. Are like, how are you guys growing? Like where you guys going and where did the split to the two cities because you guys are in two cities how did that all yeah. happen um okay so um 
it really goes back to our first rally. I think that was the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. We threw, um, we have South by Southwest that happens in March. It's during spring break. Yep. And uh, we came up with Shanks by Shanks West. Okay. Um, and we decided to throw it during that whole thing. Um, and I think Lucy was talking to Tori and um, they were from Dallas, Denton, you know, that triangle area that we were just yep. talking about. Um, and she was with a, a club called B Squad. And through a series of events, like they were no more. And basically we were like, well, Tori basically came to our rally and helped us with everything. You know what I mean? I think she should, she should be in. So we made Tori a shank and is that who we went with to St. Louis with? Yeah, I think so. We didn't go with her, but did she, I think she did come with us. Yeah, it was Tori. Tori was our fourth and that's where she met up with Shane. Okay. Yeah. So that's where it really kicked off for them. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, um, so we had the rally. They, she came. We made her a member, basically, and that's where the factions really started, as far as like Dallas chapter and then Austin chapter. But we're like basically the mother chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, 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 you keep talking, my guy. So, but we just do little things differently. Like as far as technically, Tori is the president over there um so she does whatever she feels the need to do whether it is to delegate you know certain like tasks for the club members or if she doesn't want to do that that's fine um but as far as like our whole homestead we have a hierarchy as far as president vp a sec- uh, treasurer and secretary in one um and we had captains um and then we just have regular members but Mm -hmm. we do it on like a on a voting basis and whether if anybody wants to be whatever they want to be they they can raise their hand and and choose but it has to be you know majority um how many members are you guys up to these days after a lot of trimming the fat i think we're up to 10 i think 10 right now awesome um and i realized like we had the before times in the long, long ago, yeah. um, before in the book. And what was, what was the pandemic for you guys? Cause I feel like what I see on the peripheral and I'm not in any club, I'm not in my official, but never be. Yeah. Um, but like, what did that do to your club? Because some clubs, it just kind of kept them idle. Some got closer together and some just, disp- you know, they, nobody's re- like, there's only been one club kind of, you know retire and that was um the one the hell satans but like you see a lot of Legrom clubs kind of fizzle out and i'm not trying to like speak for moped in general but this is just kind of what i've seen like what did the pandemic times do for you guys since there was no rallies there was no this that or the other thing that we could all kind of be a community in we all had to kind of do our own thing well i mean we played it safe through the most part as far as like if anybody feels sick don't come to the shop we don't want your cooties or your germs getting Mm -hmm. everywhere um and basically that's really it like we we kept kept coming on thursdays if you did feel comfortable then don't come you know just let us know in the group chat so we know that you're alive um and it, it was just basically like that like we have our clubs uh club hangouts every thursday and for the most part, all of it just kept up showing 
like mm-hmm. I said, it, we we try to make, really emphasize, like, look, for real, if you feel sick, if you think you've been exposed to COVID or anything like that, just keep your happy ass at home. Yeah. yeah. Just let us know. Um, but, you know, Sean has his mom and she's pretty up there in age. Um, so he kept his distance a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, some of our members were just like, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Like, I'm just not going to show up for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just let them do their own thing, uh, especially if we don't we don't want to force anybody to come down and interact with us if they don't want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, You talk about this. You guys have your own shop or club space or. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So I, <laughs> I met Sean. Right. And he was already into mopeds. He had been into mopeds for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And for him, I mean, the way he explains it, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but he was like, look, it's something that I've always wanted to do, but I've just never approached with the right people. Mm-hmm. And then you guys came along. I really feel like the club came into everybody's lives just at the right time. Uh-huh. Um, and that's, that's mopeds for a lot of people. Like, honestly, because we're all weird, gypsy, off-the-wall people, and, like, the yeah. people who stick around, like, they're we're all different and like mopeds find us when they're meant to so we start really hanging out with sean and he invites us to his shop right and at the time it was him and uh our good friend johnny johnny's also a beast shout out to johnny (laughs) i haven't said his enough his name enough throughout this podcast i've only said it once i'm saying it again twice (laughs) johnny longoria that's my guy um he was also in the shop with sean like they already were there for a while and he was also into mopeds and then there's ryan um not stinky ryan there's stinky t and there's stinky ryan both of them yeah. are out of the club long yeah. gone um but clean ryan he actually went with us to gramacon we were also <laughs> involved with that whole disaster in my opinion but it was okay <laughs> see i hear some people said it was great and it's like anything else in mopeds like you hear it's the greatest time ever. And then some people like, dude, fuck. And I'm not saying about Gramacon, but I'm just like rallies. Like it was the greatest time ever. And some people like, dude, fuck that. I'll never go to that rally again, blah, blah, blah. So I was like this, that, or the other thing. So let's hear your take on the Gramacon then. If you want dude, to it was a great idea, but just, it was terribly executed. And Josh, if you want to, you come at me, but I really don't care anyway. Um, <laughs> Lucy, shout out to Lucy Esquivel. She, Brent's wife, um, she poured a lot of her heart and soul into that event, and she didn't get nearly as much credit as she should have. But it became just basically a carnival with no um, ringleader. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and that's also, the, it was the middle that's of the hiccup nowhere. with mopeds. Like we're all we're all off the wall people, and try to get people to listen to orderly direction is kind of difficult. Sometimes. I don't know. You got to demand it. You know. Everybody listen up or else you're gone. But like he was off doing his own thing at the time. And it was just barely any kind of order. It was just almost pure chaos. Like people were just left to like do their own things. And then those people who are like responsible enough, like Lucy, Chad Burke, and a few others, they took the reins and they were like, all right, you know, Friday, we're all here Saturday. Um, Josh, if you want to do a ride, let's do a ride, and that ride sucked ass. Um, 
it was just a bunch of corn, no actual destination. And then the one ride that we did go to a bar, he was cruising at like 30 or 25 miles an hour. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. This was terrible. Although at that bar, I did find $70 on the floor. That was so awesome. It wasn't all bad. Um, P.S. Yeah. The perfect, I'm, I'm really convinced, the perfect um, speed for leading a rally, 45 mile an hour. Right? So that's what I'm going to stick at for our rally, 45. Yep. 45 is great because it once you get stretched out and the you, the fast people can be in the back and then they can kind of kind of work their way through the pack and ps sorry for kind of almost cutting you off at the daggers rally we got close once but like i, I like i trust you and i wouldn't have done that with too many people because i oh man i just sli- I, I don't you. know if you remember that or not but like i sliced in real close to you it, were we coming up to a stop uh car car was a car and, uh, nah, i'm never worried about it i try to yeah. give everybody enough space you know what yeah, i mean yeah, dude. I'd, like, I'd rather you were you one of two people i did that to car too. you know yep um and... but uh yeah but back but back to the fucking whole gramocon thing but also kind of got on our nerves or at least me i should just speak for myself but i was under the assumption that every club that was going to be attending was bringing a raffle bike right okay out of the seven clubs there, I think only two of us brought a raffle bike. And I was oh, like, dude. oh, man, I hope that we can win one of these bikes. <laughs> you know, that was my whole I, like intention of like, I'm going to this rally. I'm going to win three bikes. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Didn't didn't happen. You know, we were one of the only clubs to bring one. Was, I mean, some clubs brought other stuff, too, like raffle gifts and all that good stuff. But overall, it was just a mess. Where I, was you know Con held at? Gramacom was held in Indiana. Okay. What was, what was your question? Do you know Mickey? Yeah. Everybody fucking knows Mickey. Yeah. Like, shout out to Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, thought I was going to fucking die in Kansas City in her bus or her <laughs> van. No fucking brakes. Thanks, Mickey. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my like, favorite things during that rally was um, she was in a Jason Voorhees like get up with a mask. Okay. Sounds about right. And she had a machete and she was like cutting like just trees and shit. And I was tripping mushrooms with Brent and like everybody kept coming to us and there was a big fire. And then on the back, you just see this Jason mask chopping shit. And they're like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, that's my friend, Mickey. She's just working through some stuff. Yeah, (laughs) I love Mickey. If she has a sharp object, I implore anybody to try to take it away from her because like nah, just, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well now no. she works with now she works with uh, a tattoo gun so you can't take yeah. that away from her well no dude she's and she's a really talented artist but like <laughs> i had about three or four people like they go we don't know who you were jim you got in the bus you got in the van because your <laughs> loaner bike broke down but you were just sitting there sober and we're all fucking doing our thing. And I'm like, yeah, do it. And then all of a sudden, like we get to Mikey Provolone's house. Like I'm not getting in that van again. I have a family and I want to see them again. Like that was like, <laughs> but you know, oh, dude, man. it's all, it's, all, it's mopeds, dude. Like if there's not a near death experience, it's not a good rally. So whatever. You didn't have, you didn't, yeah. you know, well, yeah, like mission unaccomplished. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, but did you die? No, so you're yeah. good to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, especially I mean in Asco, I mean, my whole thing is like, dude, if you have the space and you trust yourself to do it, then obviously mm-hmm. like you can do it. You know what yeah. I mean? And like Just don't... 
the, I don't know, dude. There's some people like I get nervous, like I question being around them and not that they're a bad person or a bad rider, but like, you know, when you're drifting out of la- in and out, like in lanes and stuff like that, like Conan, I trust with my life, like him riding around, like he's, yeah. a, he's a madman, but like, I trust him a hundred percent never to wreck me. Like there's a lot of people I trust, but every once in a while I get around somebody like, I just have a bad feeling. I'm like, I'm just not going to be around this person. Like, oh, and you, you know it, who they are that, too, the way yeah, they're riding. It's not, it's not that they're a bad person. It's just, I don't have confidence in their riding. Yeah. I don't have, like, yeah, I don't have confidence in their confidence of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was and a couple like, of people that I was like, yeah, I, I want to get around this person. You know what yeah. I mean? Just doing all the wrong things, slowing yeah, yeah. down at the wrong time. Yep. Kind of, yeah. you're in the turn, kind of drifting out, drifting in. Ugh whatever you know i tell you i tell you what when you are in the middle of the pack right my favorite thing to see is people doing this like this Ugh. yeah <laughs> and they're just like I, I gotta get my my bike in this magical gear by nudging it forward and that's yeah, yeah. What's really gonna make me blast yeah yeah it's like are people <laughs> like i i do it we all do it but for some reason people getting in the tuck it's just fucking hilarious to me. I gave up the tuck. All my bikes yeah. are fast enough. I know I don't need a tuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, the only way I'm gonna tuck if like if I see some hot boy like um uh you recently uh interviewed him, uh Trevor. Yeah. Um I saw him, met him there. Yeah, he was on that ZA dude. Or yeah, was yeah. it a ZA? Yeah, yeah. But I was with him too, and he was like zooming. I was like, "All right, this guy's fast. I gotta get yeah. in front of him. Mm-hmm. I gotta be in front. I gotta show him that I'm fast too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like Trevor's a good, good shit. Like that bugs hit him pretty bad too, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. Like, oh lordy. Um, but you guys, you talked about a little bit um during the Rona. Was this your first rally back? Or had you gone yeah. to any events like since? Because not because nah, I man. didn't see any of you guys in. I saw Lucy. She wasn't riding though. I saw her in Nola, but like, not. I mean, I was the most responsible, irresponsible person during all the shutdowns. Like, I'd mask up, but I'd be five states away. Like, I'd yeah. travel. Like, Jay King gave me shit that I would. I was traveling in Minnesota during a stay-at-home order. But I did have to point it out that I had already left Minnesota when they before they put the stay at home order in. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. so it didn't count, Jake. I was like, well, leave me alone. No, I I stayed I stayed home for the most part of it. Um, but I was still working, and yeah. you know everything was shut shut down around here. But I work at a vape shop, and it's just me and uh, one of my coworkers, and you know his dad now. But I mean. His dad was basically like, yo, if you guys don't want to fucking work through this, I will go down and work throughout the, all this. Like, I'll, I will leave Chicago and come down to Texas and operate that shop and not complain. And I was like, well, if you're telling me that you're going to kind of replace me with yourself, then no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. We ended up making like a little corral in our shop to like keep people six feet away from us. But nice. I mean, we, we messed up pretty regularly until like maybe a year into it and then mm-hmm. i got my vaccine when i got when i had the chance and i just was like no man if i get it i get it if other yeah. people get it just stay away from me you know For, pretty much i mean that's kind of exactly what i was doing i was but i was masking up doing everything and that you were supposed to do 
and I'm just uh, too. I have not necessarily the fear of missing out, but like everything I've gone through the last 24 months, like I'm just like I can't be at home. I have, I have to go do stuff. Like I have to get out. Oh, dude, I I made sure that all my ducks were in a row for the Nashville rally, and then also I'm wearing the shirt right now. Yeah, yeah, that was such. Um, those guys did, and I wish I could have gone to Wizards rally, but those guys showed just stick to the moped formula and people will have a good time you know have your friday night ride have your long saturday hot dogs and hamburgers you don't need you don't need to impress anybody have a decent raffle and people are gonna have fun show them your city like that's it you don't have to reinvent the wheel per se like i don't know like i liked what i see coming out of the wizard stuff some of the games they had going on but like keep it simple stupid I mean, that's what oh, you got to do. I'm so sorry. Then, hey, do you want to come to our rally in November? Also, big shout out. Uh, beep, 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 This just in Shanks Rally, November 11th. Plugging that midway through this. Just uh, let everybody Yeah, yeah, know. dude. We'll do, we can do a special. I feel bad that I didn't reach out. Like, usually no, dude, I try to worry. talk. To, no, no, no. Like, maybe you guys will get me to Texas. Maybe. Um, I'll fly in. You might have to get me a loaner bike, though. I like, got you on okay. one of the loaners. I'm building a whole new derby right now. So. Yeah, dude, I'll get on a scooter, no problem. No, I'm fine. Oh, okay, it has pedals still. So <laughs> I'm just, dude, I don't care what anybody rides. Like, I, if you have a two, if you ride two wheels and like you're enjoying yourself, rock and roll. Like, we had this Mike um, Shocker from the Scooterville. Every major city has a Scooterville. I swear to God, but like he came on the ride and he was riding a Buddy seventy, and like rock and roll, dude. Like he's in trace rails i think but anyways mm-hmm. um mike's like yeah you see me blasting past you all you guys i'm like mike we're all going 30 dude you weren't it's like that's the thing i always find funny is when people are like you see me blast past i didn't know we were racing like that's yeah. that's the whole thing like <laughs> sweet dude i was in the eighth throttle like that's awesome three like, two one go yeah exactly <laughs> like what <laughs> um where were we just talking about before talking i talked about I... shanks rally yeah yeah okay yeah (laughs) so during the covid no we decided not to do one obviously for for obvious reasons not getting anybody sick but we did do one 2018 i believe and that one was called the texas shanksaw massacre yeah 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 it was a texas chainsaw massacre themed um if i can find some i think shane still got some i'll see if he can send them some to me and i'll send you some but he actually got little bitty stickers made with um leather face Nice. I think he's riding a uh, riding a moped. That was pretty sick. Um, but we did that, and then we had uh, chili, Texas chili, and then vegan chili for everybody. What? Okay, and we... pause. Yeah, I'm I'm becoming more and more of a fan of chili in my later life. With What's beans. Te- with be see, like, <laughs> we have beans in our chili up here. It doesn't mean anything. Like, is there anything special? Is there like? I grew up with beans and chili, dude. Like, okay. I don't know, like, man. If you ain't beaning, you ain't weaning. <laughs> All right. I actually, the job I have now, the first couple of weeks I was there, they had a chili cook-off contest that I somehow became a judge in. I'm like, yeah. It was great. I didn't let them know I had hardly any taste buds left between all <laughs> all the years of smoking and all my head injuries, dude. Like, I taste, <laughs> I taste sweets and sours and salts, and that's about it. Like... I don't know. <laughs> perfect salty uh this yeah. one got beans perfect yeah, yeah. you yeah, win yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 
but you guys had the you guys are had the Texas chili. The, yeah. What's the what's the theme for let's talk about the rally coming up uh a little bit but we'll i'll have you back and we'll do a yeah. rally special um but what's the theme for this year or is it just kind of we're gonna figure it out no so our theme this year is which i'm not a big fan of joy division like i could i've only known one song like you know um love love will tell us apart. yeah that whole song that's the <laughs> yeah. only song i know um i actually want to do a remake of like mopeds i really want to do that but we i want to do a commercial right you know dude um, people bring back the rally videos like oh dude we we are i have this really big idea with me and brent in big and small suits and being goth um but it was really centered around a design that uh sean came up with i can't wait to show everybody but it's basically you know the joy division that looks like lines across and there's like mountains or whatever okay yeah yeah it's that, but there's shanks in it. Nice, dude. Yeah, that's great. And it's called Big Dumb Pleasures from their <laughs> title album or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, so the first year, at Texas, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Shanks by Shanks West, me and Brent decided, you remember those old 80s, um, late, like early 90s, like car giveaways by keeping your hand on, on the vehicle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we I think that was more of a 70s moped. thing, but whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did it. We did it with mopeds, right? Oh, God. so yeah, it's it's gonna be fucking sick because I've tweaked it a little bit, right? And I've thought okay. of different fun games. Um, you put electricity it... to the bike, and you know whoever. No, oh, fuck it. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of it's gonna Ray's be like, with... hold on, we gotta we gotta make new plans. <laughs> I gotta I gotta rethink some things now. <laughs> um, so originally, we all right. So what we did was start out with uh, tickets, right? And then we gave some tickets out. And when we called these tickets, we told everybody when we were doing the raffle um, to like, look, we're not raffling off the bike just yet. We're not at all, actually. Yeah. Once, if, if we call you with these numbers, right, you're going to be one of, I think we did 20 people, right? Okay. And original, And so what we did was like line them up at the end of our shop. And then we had the moped up front. And then we blindfolded all of them and we told them, all right, the first 10 people to get their hand on the moped, you're in the contest. Okay. So we knocked out 10 people and then we started doing elimination challenges. One of my favorite ones was called, well, at least I remember it from when I was in middle school. If I didn't dress out, then our teacher would make, make us do this thing called the Texas tea torture. We had a line on the wall and we had to put our hands out for 15 minutes, right? And oh, if no. your hands dropped below the line, started all over again. Oh, no. <laughs> so we did that, but we did it with the 10 millimeter nut. And you have one hand on your on, on the bed. You can't let go. And you have to hold up the 10 millimeter nut above your shoulder. First person. Or I think we're the first three people to drop their arm below their yeah. shoulder gets out. Did you ever meet Dwayne from the Spicy Boys? Yeah, I love Dwayne, dude. I love Dwayne, too. And he put up a fucking fight because he was like, <laughs> duh fuck you guys <laughs> fuck you guys i think you know gave up yeah, so we yeah. did that and then um we also did um we had like five people left we told everybody all right next portion so we took uh shots of tabasco right the mm-hmm. hot tabasco like the super hot one it wasn't super hot regardless but i just thought it would be funny so take the shot and then we made everybody carry uh an egg with a spoon in their mouth with an egg on it the first person to drop their egg is out oh dude so, i love these little challenges yeah. Rats. got another person out yeah and 
I remember talking to a good friend, Jose, and we, were, we weren't trying to fuck with them, but it just kind of happened. And uh, we're all just jabbering, right? They just have their hand on their moped. And I go, Jose, man, you're all really, really sticking it out through the whole like 10 millimeter nut thing or whatever. Like, um, what'd you do with that? And he goes, oh, I have it right here in my pocket. And he takes his hand off and reaches in. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we did one more other challenge but i cannot remember for the life of me what it was but we got down to two people and i remember seeing this on like i don't know a vine or like some dumb video but basically you take a deck of cards and you set up two watermelons like 10 feet away from you okay so it was the last two people with a deck of cards and you had to get one of the cards stuck in the watermelon the first oh, person geez. to get the yeah. yeah whoever got it first gets the bike right so um back to my friend Hesby, he came from California to come to the, our first rally and sure mm-hmm. enough he won or no our second nice. rally yeah but he won the bike and um he left it here in Austin because he couldn't take it back to California. All this other shit happened and sure enough like he comes back and he rides it and he's like yeah this girl that I left it with um I gave it to her but she doesn't fucking want it anymore. Do you guys want it back? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I'll give you like 100, 200 bucks for it, whatever. I, that's fine. And yeah. then we ended up repainting it and redoing it all. And that's the bike that we use for Gromacon. <laughs> nice. That's kind of how, I don't know if you saw that uh, 50V, the zeros were given away last summer. Um, they, they did a raffle and um, I entered it like with two days left type of deal. And I, and I just two tickets and I got it. That oh, was nice. an old they that was an old raffle bike that they somebody just left at their shop. They kept on saying, I'll pick it up, I'll pick it up, I'll pick it up. Three years later they never picked it up. So yeah, dude. I mean, sometimes that's just how it goes. It's so the, the way she goes. Yeah. So this rally, I've thought of some a few different games. Okay. Um, but I think we're gonna cut the contestants in half or like take out five. We're gonna have fifteen to start and then seven to be fully entered. Yeah. Um I've thought about this game for so long, man. It's been in the back of my head, probably since all the pandemic when I, we really started thinking about throwing another rally. Mm-hmm. But you know that uh, whole idea of the idea of like you dig through and you find like the 10 millimeter socket. Okay. Well, I yeah, want to yeah. do that. I want to do that in kitty litter. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I want to, I want to get a, a, a baby pool filled yep. with kitty litter with random sockets or whatever. And well, whoever finds the 10 millimeter, like there's going to be a couple of them there. And those are the people that are remaining in. Yeah. Um, but I want to put some melted chocolate in there to make it look oh. like poo-poo. Yeah. So if somebody <laughs> grabs one and they're like, <laughs> that's fine. That's so great. I want to do that. And then um, I thought of another one because um, I don't want to do anything that has to deal with like strength. I want it to be mostly just luck, right? Because then that gives everybody a chance to win. Exactly. So we're, we're doing, I mean, I really wish you would come. I'm really hoping that you do because we're actually building a pretty sick custom Hobbit from a, from a Motron. Nice, um, dude. We're calling it the Hobbitron. Nice. Um, you know, we'll see, we, we'll see how I feel after Bakers if I don't give up on everything. <laughs> no, if dude. you just give up early, you can come early. Too. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did the whole thing of like, you know, chopping the, the subframe out and mm-hmm. moved it back on the frame. So it has a nice, like little raked look and yep. you know, a whole custom thing. It's going to be kitted, um, variator and all the good stuff, you know, yeah. little bells and whistles, but we're doing that for the first prize. Um, we have another bike for just the raffle. Um, that's going to be a Tomos. Um, I think it's going to be kitted too. 
Um, and then there's talks of either Shane or myself. I think Shane wanted to, but we were still, that's still up in the air. But having a third bike for the second place winner. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, like, of, even yeah. two bikes is rad. Three is like no, praise Dale. That's great. We're doing, we're doing three, baby. We got yeah, yeah. three. Praise Dale. Um, <laughs> now that we, I meant to ask you this earlier. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw it in real life. What'd you think of Toby? Did you ever Jake Kane's bike? Dude, Toby was like, I never wanted to be that fast, but I knew that there was like the yeah. out there that was that fast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, holy shit. I mean, it's it's not just what, like, he's done a lot of, and that's what comes down to any of these bikes. Like, he's done a lot of clutch work. Like, yeah. people can read his threads and stuff like that, but, like, if you understand the stuff that boy has done, it's just insane. But, like, and that's what derbies are hobbits. Like, it comes down to variator tuning. Like, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> um, my buddy Colby, like, I'm like, dude, just come over. I'll fucking set your bike up. And I just, I've kind of got for at least like, uh, the dose ferrator or the TJT. I kind of mm-hmm. know the formula at this point to kind of know how to make them work. It's like, yeah. dude, that's the fastest this bike's ever been. I'm like, yeah. Cause I broken a lot of shit and it's like, yeah. it, it just comes, you know how it is, man. It just comes down to experience. I mean, once you, once you kind of know the recipe, you know, the recipe. Yeah, man. I tell you what, you know, I thought my uh, my my derby was fast, but then you know when you see other people derby like all the QCB boys and all the other rando derbies that were out there, I was like, oh man, that's sad. <laughs> They're way faster than me. Yeah. Well, it's. I just think I have too much weight on my variator right now. I need to go lower. Just keep on. That's kind of the key to it. Like when you yeah. think, like keep building RPMs because those bikes love RPMs. Um, yeah, that's it's silly. Uh, um, I'm getting tired, so I'm like, M, M, M. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what what are the dates of your rally again? November 11th through the 14th, I believe. Right on. What's Veterans the weather like? Day weekend. What's the weather um, like down there during that? Typically. Uh, so you know, it's hard to tell because I can never remember what happens in November. Nothing really happens in November, <laughs> but except for your rally. Yeah, we did decide to do it later in the year um, because we had talks from like uh, Alex or DJ from um, the Green Bastards. Like he was like, dude, why the fuck are you guys throwing rallies in the middle of summer? No one wants to fucking go down. Like everywhere is is beautiful during the summer. Like us northerners, we want to go down somewhere to get out of the cold. So that was kind of like our tip of like, we'll just do it later in the year because we have beautiful weather almost all year round. It's yeah. not until like early year, like late year, that where we start getting like shit weather as far as like <laughs> being cold. But it's probably not as cold as what you guys get. It's we're all about, relative. Like, we're all ta- we're, ta- we're, ta- we're we're talking about like forty three degrees. It's like yeah. that's cold. It's all relative to what you're used to. Like, and I tell yeah. it, I tell that to people all the time. It's like, eh, you know, ten degrees is cold. Yeah, yeah it dude. sucks. Like anything below ten degrees, it's all the same. It yeah. fucking sucks. Like that's all I can say. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always... So, what are your plans for other than uh, your rally you got coming up November eleventh through the thirteenth? Um, what are your moped plans for the for the year? I mean, you hit daggers, obviously. Do you got any other um, 
plans going? I know it might be a little close, but are you thinking about coming up to Spicy Boys up in Kansas City? I know that's gonna be that'd be a hell of a haul. You know, I just saved all my all my money just to go to the Nashville rally and yeah. my next focus is just on our rally and then building this third derby bike. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't stop building. And and <laughs> when I do, then that's when I've known like all right, it's probably time to get out of mopeds when I stop You're not building. getting out of mopeds because what else are you gonna we'll do? We'll see, man. Until someone wants to be like, oh damn, you did a badass job on that fucking, you know, Magnum Derby, then build me one, then maybe I will, but you're not getting out. Like you talking like everybody everybody's got that thing, and I even do that, like, uh, I spend all my time on this stuff. What else are you gonna do? Okay. I mean, the next thing is honestly starting a family and trying to fucking get a house, you know. Yeah. But still That's the big big boy stuff. Yeah, but still, I have a house, like, and I don't want to do yard work, so I play with mopeds. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't want to do yard work either. Oh, dude, I hate yard work. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not, I fucking hate it so much. But like, that's the thing people get. I'm turned 40 in August, and I didn't get into mopeds till I was like 35. So, like, when's your birthday, Jim? August 26th. Oh, man, mine's August 11th. There's a lot of August birthdays out there. Um, a lot. Do the math on that, kids. Um, <laughs> but like, I always, I always tell people like, what else are you gonna do? Are you gonna sit around and watch the watch the sports game or like do yard work or like? No, but I don't know, I think... dude. Like, yeah, family's great and family's good, but you still need a slice for yourself. You yeah, still need you. a hobby for yourself. I mean... That's what maybe maybe it's not been. 20 hours a day maybe it's only like three hours a day but like there's a lot of dads and mopeds so like yeah dude don't tell yourself and, i have to get responsible now i mean maybe maybe i'll just stick with it for for forever but i think i'd ultimately see myself you know having kids and then taking a step back and yeah maybe when they can walk and I can there's nothing wrong with taking time. a step back and not having yeah. every moment of your life but you're still gonna want to ride dude it's all about the balance like yeah I don't yeah know. dude my, my main thing is like seeing the club go nowhere you know like <laughs> it, that's why i instilled that rule of like you gotta find a prospect and i'm and i'm hounding my my uh my prospect who is now a member julian like look dude where's you know do you guys there. have you any prospects right now um no not right now only because the one that we do or at least we're looking at yeah he just doesn't have his, have his stuff in order you know what i mean yeah. like there's things that are holding him back and you know we we want to see someone like have the drive for it not just yep. come here and like get shit faced and not do anything to their bike you know what i mean we used one to have just the rule of like having just a moped but then again like once you just have it and you're not working on it you're not trying to further the club or anything like that then what's the point Mm-hmm. I I totally agree with you on that. Like one thing I always tell one thing I have observed is consistency. Like that's why Minnesota gets the turnouts they do because they're doing it they're doing a ride night every Thursday. And like it's been that way for years. And like they have a really great thing going on there. And I think that's awesome. Like but and that's why you see such a good thursday crowd there so yeah um yeah yeah dude uh i can't thank you enough for coming on second chance moment podcast i think we'll get kind of wrapping her up here because i'm tired and i gotta go to bed 
Yeah, um, I feel you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ray. Uh, do you, does your club or yourself have any Instagram or anything you want to shout out before we end her up? Yeah, shout out to my own Instagram, Unlucky Caniculus. Um, and then shout out to Brent, Brent Bouillon. Shout out to Shanks NPC. Actually, it's Shanks underscore NPC underscore ATX. Shout out to Julian Goth Honda. That's my boy. Um, funny thing about Julian is that I actually hounded him for two whole years to come out. And then he hits me up one day and it's like, yeah, I got hit on a, my motorcycle. I got a broken leg. Then it set him back another two years. Oh. But uh, we finally got him. Uh, and then, you know, shout out to Hesby Cruz out in California. You really set it off for me, bud. Um, and shout out to Sean. Sean's a great guy for always being there. You know, opening our, sh- our opening his shop to us, which is now our shop, the Shank Shop. Nice, nice. Um, one last thing, shout out to Johnny Longoria because you're a real one. Anytime, anytime I'm working on my bike, he's always asking if I need anything and if I need someone with a big, tough, strong hand. Johnny <laughs> comes over here and you know, Mister Muscles it. But nice, dude. Yeah. That's fucking rad. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on again, Ray Ray. Uh, great having you on don't forget you're always welcome my house if you ever find yourself in the great state of minnesota you and your wife uh so yeah dude don't be a stranger and i'll talk to you later yeah don't forget mopeds are dumb mopeds are dumb oh so real quick um i actually we messed up um when we did jason's thing they're like and you know his old (laughs) fuck your car ride a moped we were like i uh i don't I uh, <laughs> I might have done that too the first time. I was like, ah, I'm nervous. Ah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. All right, my guy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Later, dude.